The Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right paths for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. Surely your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. This morning we are continuing in our series on the names of God and we're thinking today about Jehovah Ra, the Lord my shepherd. The verses that Deb's read to us from Psalm 23 are probably some of the most famous verses in all of scripture. If you've never read the passage for yourself, then it's likely you will have heard it in some form of song, maybe even at a funeral service where it would often be played. It's a beautiful passage which talks about God as shepherd, and every time I read it, I always think, oh, that's lovely. But in all honesty, I think I've missed the incredible significance of who God is as shepherd, and so I've appreciated thinking about it this week. And I think one of the reasons for this is really simple. I've grown up in the city and so this example of what God is like is hard for me to picture or understand. You may be the same as me and so we need to take a minute to get our minds into this very different context that we might be unfamiliar with. What does it mean that God is shepherd? There is so much that could be said about it because there are verses throughout all of scripture which give different perspectives about what this means. I just want to share with you a few things just now from Psalm 23 and then Alex is going to share something that God's been speaking to him about in relation to the shepherd a bit later on. The first thing about the shepherd is that it reveals God as the one who provides. Verse 1 says, The Lord is my shepherd, I lack nothing. The shepherd is the one who provides all that the sheep will need. The shepherd decides where they will find food or water or rest or shelter. The sheep isn't the one making the decisions or arguing about what's next. The sheep simply trusts in the shepherd and follows him because he knows that the shepherd is trustworthy and will provide. Imagine how much peace we would feel if this was our approach. If we just knew that God would provide, if we trusted him for his leading, his direction, next steps and provision. Imagine if we weren't trying to have control of our own lives, but we were willing to surrender everything to God, allowing him to be in charge. Imagine if we really, truly knew that with God, we lack nothing. I went to see a counsellor a few years ago and I only managed to do a few sessions with them, but it was completely worth the effort because in my last session, I felt God reveal to me a truth that I had been missing. I felt him speak to me about these verses and he spoke directly to me, Shelley, you lack nothing. I realised that after having Lydia, I had begun to feel ill-equipped in life for her and for John. I began to feel huge gaps that seemed like massive empty spaces in my life because I didn't have my mum and dad with me. And I had been comparing myself to others, meaning that I always felt not enough in every situation. I had gotten into the habit of pointing out everywhere I felt I was lacking. And God spoke really clearly to me, you lack nothing. 
I have given you everything you need for everything you face. I've made you as you are. I fill every gap you feel your losses have left you and I have given you the church as a blessing in your life. And pretty soon, I began speaking that over myself every day. The Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. He has given me everything I need. You can imagine the turnaround when my perspective on that shifted. God as shepherd suddenly became very real for me. The second thing about God as shepherd is knowing God is the one who gives rest. Verse 2 to 3 says, He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. He is the God who gives great rest for your soul. How amazing is that? Knowing God as shepherd means knowing a God who leads you into healthier rhythms of life. He's the one who says, have you taken time to rest? And I mean really rest. Rest in my presence to receive what's really needed for you right now. To experience that deep peace and rest that can only come from God. Knowing God as shepherd means knowing the God who cares so deeply for how you are. And in a season where everyone is so stretched and everyone is struggling, it is amazing to know that we have a God who cares specifically for us. And this is why God gives so much guidance about having time with him daily and a lifestyle that takes a day off weekly, a Sabbath. In our culture, we have come to see these things as a hassle or an inconvenience, a frustration to have to fit something else in or take time away from the things that we need to do. And we have completely missed the point of what God intends with this. God is our shepherd, which means these regular spaces of rest, this slower life has leading us to lie down in green pastures or beside quiet waters. That is all for our blessing. That is his gift to us. That is the refreshing of our souls. The last thing I want to look at is God the shepherd, the one who protects. Verse 4 says, Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. One of the main roles of the shepherd is to give protection to the sheep. Sheep can obviously fall victim to so many different predators in the wilderness, and the shepherd would be the one to keep watch, to be vigilant, to always have an eye on his sheep. It made me think of the story of the lost sheep in Luke chapter 15, if you want to read it. It tells the story of a shepherd who has a hundred sheep, and when one goes missing, he searches everywhere to find it. It gives an incredible picture of the heart of God, the shepherd, that no one would be lost or aimless. God, our shepherd, wants the very, very best for us. He is the God who longs to protect us, and that's why he leads us and gives direction that he knows will be good for us. My daughter Lydia has a, a Lift the Flap Bible book that she likes to read sometimes, and it has the story of the lost sheep in it. And the pictures in the book always strike me when we read it together. There are various flaps which show some of the dangers that threaten the sheep when you lift them up. And there is a picture of a shepherd who looks deeply distressed and worried for the one who is lost. And then when you lift the top picture of the shepherd, it reveals underneath a picture of a shepherd who is relieved and so happy as he carries the sheep home in his arms. The dangers are still all around, but the sheep is safe because he is in the shepherd's arms. 
These verses in Psalm 23 are incredibly comforting, but they are so powerful. And in fact, for me, they have changed my perspective on life. When I had gone through a difficult season, losing my mum, my brother, my dad, having two miscarriages before Lydia, and then another miscarriage before this baby we're having now, I knew when we found out about this baby that I couldn't possibly say what the outcome would be. I couldn't say for certain we wouldn't lose this baby as well, or that we would definitely make it to the end of this pregnancy, because life has shown me that we just don't know what is going to happen. But because I know the Lord as my shepherd, we can walk through life knowing that we don't have to be afraid, regardless of what we face, regardless of what's under the flaps around that are dangers, regardless of what may or may not be coming, because we know that God is with us. We are in the shepherd's arms, and that is a far greater promise to be able to hold on to. Today we are looking at God as the shepherd. This is a beautiful picture of God leading, but also providing for and protecting his flock. In verses 3 to 5, Jesus says the shepherd calls his sheep by name, and they follow because they recognise and know the sound of the shepherd's voice. However, he also warns that the sheep will not follow a stranger, but in fact will run if they do not know the stranger's voice. Right away, I notice the emphasis of knowing and following God's voice, and the question of whose voice am I following stirs up in my heart. Before I was a Christian, and even at times as a Christian, I often wondered why I'd done some things that I knew was not good, or things that I thought was good, but turned out not to be such a good idea. I followed my own desires and listened to the lies in my head that justified and rationalised my behaviour. I was following the voice of the strangers that Jesus is warning against in this passage. A voice we need to recognise is that of the enemy. In Genesis, God commands Adam and Eve to eat the fruit from all the trees in the garden except one tree that was not good for them. Then came the voice of the enemy or the stranger, corrupting God's word, sowing doubt and telling lies to Eve. The Bible says that the enemy comes to kill, steal and destroy, so no matter how much his lies make it look a good idea, the reality is it will only lead to misery and destruction. Another voice that we need to be aware of is the voice of the flesh, or ourselves. We see this again in Genesis when Eve is convinced by the enemy's lies. She is then driven by selfish ambition and the lust of the eye. It is of extreme importance that we know what it is that we are up against and that we recognise the corruption and deception from the enemy, but also understand the selfish desires of ourselves. Speaking about voices that lead us astray from God's plans for our lives, it's relevant today. 
during this pandemic, there has been a lot of voices or opinions and conspiracy theories. A lot of people have become Facebook politicians and our government has come in for a lot of unnecessary criticism. Therefore, it is so important that we know the voice of the Good Shepherd to stop us being led astray by all the other voices out there. A way in which we can become familiar with God's voice is by offering our worship and devotion to God daily by reading and listening to his word. Staying connected to the church is also important because when it is hard to discern whose voice is speaking to us, asking our leaders or close friends within the church can help us stay in the truth. Keeping accountable and being part of a life group or discipleship group can also really help us become familiar and follow the voice of the Good Shepherd. While the enemy came to kill, steal and destroy, the Bible says that Jesus came to give life and life to the full. Following the Good Shepherd leads us in paths of righteousness and freedom. Their only true satisfaction and fulfilment can be experienced. So church, my prayer for all of us is that we would put in the time and effort to get to know the voice of God, the Good Shepherd, and that we would recognise and test all the voices against your word that would try to lead us astray. Lead us, Lord, in paths of freedom and in righteousness. In Jesus' name, Amen. So as we finish our service today, I just want to pray and invite God to be with us for whatever we go into next. So Father God, we pray that we would know the reality of what it means to know the Good Shepherd, that we would know God that you are the great provider and that you give us all that we need. Father, that we would know that you are the one who gives deep rest, rest for our souls, God, that we would know that you are a protector, that you will walk with us and be with us in every circumstance, regardless of what we face. And Father, that more than anything else, we will know your voice above all the voices that we hear, above everything that is bombarding us every single day. Lord, we would be, would we be so attuned to hear your voice, the voice of the shepherd. And so, Lord, would you strengthen us, would you help us, and would you give us all that we need for whatever it is we face today. In your name we pray. Amen. <laughs>